0: Hello and welcome to The Binge 10. I'm Larry Goldman and let's talk about some really good TV that we missed last week or that we watched last week and some good TV coming up this week. Sorry I missed Father's Day podcast. Wound up being a busy day, but uh, we'll get right back on track today. So this is gonna cover the last couple weeks, really. So uh, new on Netflix, Marcella. On Netflix, this is a long, long awaited third season. Um, I think Marcella was one of the best British crime dramas. Uh, A little grimier than most, a little grittier, a little nastier. And the third season doesn't disappoint. Uh, Marcella has now ditched her old identity. She's now Kira. She's an undercover cop trying to bust a crime family. She's still completely nuts. Now with a full-blown identity crisis, because uh, she doesn't know if she's the old Marcella or the new Kara. She's so deep undercover. I highly recommend this show. Uh, You don't absolutely need to watch the first two seasons, but they're really good. So you might as well, you know, because it's really good stuff. Uh, Next, Catch-22. Somehow I missed this on Hulu last year. This is a World War II, I don't know what you'd call it, comedy, dramedy. With George Clooney, he also directs and writes several episodes. And Kyle Chandler, he's the coach from Friday Night Lights. It's mostly about a guy who's trying to convince the Air Force to discharge him uh, any way possible. Uh, you know, tell him that he's crazy, injury, he's flown enough missions. Uh, he'll, he'll do whatever he can to go home. Kind of uh, a clinger on MASH. Uh, it's a really funny show. Uh, at the same time showing the complete idiocy of war. Um, and I'm not a big war guy. I'm not a big war movie guy. I'm not a big war TV series guy. This one is really light and funny. Uh, gets the point across. Um, I highly recommend the show. I think it's only six or seven episodes. Um, the Politician came out. So on Netflix again, this has Glenneth Paltrow, Bette Midler, Ben Platt, Judith Light, probably a couple others I'm forgetting. Um, this is season two and Ben Platt's character is now running for state Senate in New York. Uh, he consistently tries to decide to run a dirty campaign, a clean one. Uh, does he use some specific information that he has? Does he not use it? Um, there are a lot of threesomes in this show. Uh, not sure if they're trying to set a record, but it's a constant theme, uh, that everything comes in threes on this show. Uh, Ben Platt sings two songs, which is nice. Uh, But at the end of the day, this is a very light show. It's really, really fun. It's a bit neurotic, morally compromised. And uh, everyone is constantly trying to figure out their next move. Highly recommend Politician. You should probably watch season one. It won't take too long. Most shows are about a half an hour, though it bounces back and forth. Uh, Nosferatu uh, premiered. This is It's Season 2 on AMC. It stars Zachary Quinto. I think that's how you spell, uh, pronounce his name. He's the new Spock. He's in the Star Trek movies as Spock. And he's the bad guy on Nosferatu. Second season kicks in, I don't know, about eight years later when Charlie Minx dies. Or does he? Uh, by this time, Vic McQueen has a kid. She's got a husband. She kind of guesses he, she, he's not dead. She starts to get obsessive about it. Uh, people think she's nuts. Uh, she tries to figure out how does she prove it? How does she find him? How does she beat him again? If you, I, la, I like the first season. And you probably shouldn't watch the second season without the first season. But you could probably get away with it. Um, so I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, it's pretty good stuff, if not a, a little dramatic at times. Next, um, Perry Mason debuted. Okay, this is on HBO. stars Michael Reese, the lead character from The Americans. So uh, so right away, I'm going to start liking this show. So they get a pass right away. It's set in the exact same time period as Penny Dreadful uh, on Showtime. Though They have no crossover. There's nothing like that. So it's post-World War I Los Angeles. Perry Mason is an ex-World uh, War I soldier. He now works as an investigator for a high-profile lawyer. Lawyer paid by John Lithgow, which is great. Always love seeing him. He's investigating the kidnapping and subsequent death of a family's child. Uh, this is a rated R version of Perry Mason. Uh, he's pretty dark. Obviously, the crime is really dark. Um, there's some violence, there's some sex, um, there's uh, a lot of language. Um, and we're just starting to figure out what this crime is all about and who's involved. Uh, right now, I'm recommending this show. Uh, uh, and probably my favorite thing that just premiered this weekend on Netflix, it's the final season of Dark, okay? Uh, here's the here's the problem with binging. You know, you go ahead, you binge these things in about a week and, or two, uh, and then you gotta wait a year or more for the next season to come out. With something as complicated as a Dark or a Stranger Things or, or anything, you know, that has that kind of complex plot line to it, it's tough to remember what was going on and to catch back up. And I don't really have time to watch the first two seasons of Dark. So it's really tough to jump back in this after a year. Um, uh, if you've never seen Dark, uh, I envy you because you can just binge all three seasons at once. That will be an amazing way to watch it um uh if uh you're you're just starting a new uh the recap won't do you justice the 90 seconds of recap is not going to help you out get online look up you know one of the season two explanations of dark catch yourself back up this is an incredibly complicated show which is part of why it's so good um and season three is not going to get any less complicated. So so as we suspected from the end of season two, season three introduces the concept of the multiverse. So now there's multiple Earths, multiple Germany's. If I didn't mention it, this is a German dub show, though it does it pretty well. So now in season three, we're not just time traveling, but we're jumping between multiple universes at the same time, and they have slight differences. There's no Jonah in one universe. Mickle doesn't disappear in one universe. Uh, but there is an apocalypse apocalypse in both worlds, and Martha's trying to solve for this. Um, and she's hopping back and forth between time and two worlds, and you're just trying to keep track of what world you're in. Like this family tree isn't as complicated as you know enough as it is. So Dark, you know, is a great, great show. It needs a lot of concentration. I have trouble working and watching at the same time, because if you miss one thing you could miss the whole point of of a whole show. So Dark, get on it, watch it, watch it fast. Um, So what am I recommending here as series goes? So Penny Dreadful, it had its uh, season finale last weekend. I really liked that show a lot. It didn't end with a big bang and it really is just ending with a, a, a moderate cliffhanger for season two. So not a ton resolved, just a lot of angst. Uh, for those of you who, who might want to binge this, you know, very, very heavy racism in this show. Very, very dark content the whole way through, but it's a good show. A quiz ended a week ago as well. You don't get all your answers, but it's only three episodes. It's funny. It's a game show. Uh, it's a nice little uh, trip down memory lane. Um, and it looks like Billions is taking a little hiatus on so I don't think they've been on in a couple of weeks. So my top 10 series, uh, it's tough to come up with, but uh, top number 10, Game On. Uh, I'm not changing my mind about Key as a host, but Venus Williams and Gronk make this show pretty funny, and I'm, I'm really digging it. Uh, number nine, Black Monday came back. All of a sudden, Black Monday's on again, and the craziness is continuing. They avoid the fbi they avoid each other there's you know new uh crazy ideas about how to make money um that shows just absolutely nuts um eight is don't i continue to like don't we had the kaufmans on this week very funny uh a family very funny show um uh, uh you know just a really goofy way to do a game show Number seven, putting Perry Mason right in the list right away. We'll see how it goes. Number six, I May Destroy You. The show is pretty serious, and it's pretty dark. Lots of different sex stuff going on. Very well acted. I really like this show. Uh, Really interested in where they're going to try to take it. Number five, Nosferatu. Number four, Hightown. So I finally got a seven-day free subscription to Stars. And I binged Hightown. You know, it's it, it, the first episode is really interested. It's kind of heading downhill on me. I'm putting this one as just okay. It's a ton of sex, which is nice. Uh, but the crime part of it is really shallow. Uh, it's not a great whodunit. Um, final show is next weekend. I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know that. I'm assuming. I think it's episode eight. So I'm just kind of assuming. Number three, Bulletproof. Light British action show. Just... Car chases and gunfights, you know, nothing too complicated there. Um, number two, Dirty John. I still like this uh, Christian Slater's character just bullying the wife he's divorcing. I'm not sure how much more of it I can take. It, the, the the punishment is so great, it's absolutely merciless at this point. Um, number one is definitely Snow uh, Snowpiercer. Uh, this is really headed to. Uh, a, a huge showdown uh, between the train classes. So I really like Snowpiercer a lot. All right. What should you binge? If you got to binge something, here we go. Uh, number 10, Penny Dreadful. Number nine, Geary Haji, the Japanese and London uh, crossover. Number eight, Defending Jacob. Number seven, Killing Eve. That just ended a few week ago, weeks ago. Number six, Dark. I reluctantly removed dead to me. It, it was getting a little bit old, uh, but I threw dark on the list. Uh, I'm guessing dark will be number one shortly. Five, Marcella. Four, Space Force. Just go ahead and laugh. Three, Bull's Last Dance. Not taking that off anytime soon. Two is Homecoming, and one is The Politician. Okay. Um, and if you need some backups, you know, lots to back yourself up on. White Lines, Hunter. Normal People, Into the Night, Reckoning, uh, Run, Bosch. You know, Bosch, excellent show. Uh, Never Have I Ever. I also reluctantly took that off the list today. And all the Quibbies. So Most Dangerous Game, Dummy, Flipped, Stranger, Survivor, and Free Ray Sean. Uh, So new stuff coming up this week. I want to catch up on Mr. Iglesias. Tournament of Laughs, which is a uh, tournament-style comedy competition. Uh, Yellowstone, which I've never watched in the past. Uh, HBO Max has started to come out with some stuff. So I've got, I think if you've got HBO, you do get HBO Max. Uh, There's a couple shows on that. Doom Patrol Search Party. Um, uh, And I need to check some of those out. Twilight Zone came up on CBS All Access. Um, Unsolved Mysteries is starting on Netflix this week. And on Amazon, we don't get a lot of new stuff from Amazon, so it's nice when we get it. Hannah's season two of Hannah, based on the movie. Joel Kinneman was on the last season, though I'm pretty sure I remember he dies. So uh, I liked Hannah last season, looking forward to this season. Movies of the week, or the last couple of weeks. So Dads on Apple TV, documentary, directed by Ron Howard's daughter, Bryce Dallas. It's about the changing role of the father, uh, on one side, it's a tearjerker about dads in tough situations and beat the odds, where they're taking care of kids in tough situations and they beat the odds. Um, on the other side, there's some really famous and funny people. All the talk show guys are on it. Kimmel, Fallon, Cohen, Will Smith, Ron Howard, Patton Oswald making great jokes about their uh, flaws and misadventures about fatherhood. Best line is probably by Will Smith. My TV came with a thousand-page manual. The hospital gave me jack shit. Um, so it's all about coping with all the new ways and new roles and new responsibilities of being a father. Really good stuff. It's maybe an hour and a half. I'd recommend this documentary. I thought it was pretty good. It's pretty fun. It's pretty good stuff. No, it, there is uh, long, long periods of uh, seriousness as the show gets on. Uh, long Gone Summer, ESPN for 30 for 30. About the summer, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were in a race and a chase to beat Roger Maris' 61 homer season. Spoiler alert, they both do it. But McGuire winds up bet with better numbers. Sammy, unfortunately, did not hit a homer the last three or four games of the season. It's a very good documentary. Of course, it has to end uh, with the steroids debacle and debate. You know, as all as McGuire, Sosa, Clemens, who has the most Cy Youngs ever, and Barry Bonds, none of them are in the Hall of Fame yet. So uh, uh, that gets brought into it at the very, very end. Most of it is just a really, really good uh, documentary uh, uh, about that race between those two uh, home run sluggers. On the all-time list, if you got to binge something, you can catch up on Nosferatu or The Politician or Marcella or, of course, Dark. But as I mentioned earlier, I would recommend Catch-22 on Hulu for this week. Thanks a lot for listening. Happy TV watching. Talk to you next week.